following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness. I am Joe, and with me as always, purveyor of ham jelly and the unofficial wife of Tony Meatballs, it's Barney. Tony Macaroni. It was the last film we did. Oh, Tony Macaroni. There is a Tony Mac. We could have gone to Tony Macaroni. We could Macaroni's. have gone to Tony Mac. Could we, though? Or would he have just gone, ah, Tony's and taken us to somebody else's? Just to his mate, Tony's. <laughs> uh, if you want to know more about that, listen to, like, the whole Mac of... No, uh, listen to Danny Vince Damn a couple of, couple of weeks back when I, me and me and uh, Barney went to Scotland for John's wedding and had an interesting time with the, the, <laughs> the local taxi service. Um... Yeah, um, yeah. That, that was the last film we did. Uh, we've been kind of distant. That's my fault for having weddings, funerals, and general like just stuff going on in my life. But we're back. We're going to do full full services back now um, in some way, shape, or form. Even if it's not a full episode, there'll be something yeah. week in, week out now, just because. Like, Not that you pay for this, but I feel like you deserve something, you people. <laughs> You three listeners. We get... All right. But if you would like to keep up to date with all the Hallmark of Greatness gossip, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, all one word, or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. Or please recommend a film to us because we cannot be trusted. Like This, this was awful. <laughs> this barely passes as a film. Like, I think that's why it took us so long as well to record it because we don't really want to talk about it. I have <laughs> very little to say. This might be the shortest ever episode on this might be going for like punks half an hour episode um and like 20 minutes of that'll be me screaming um because <laughs> it, it it bad um i mean let, let's just let's just not beat around the bush any further um ah crap <laughs> 2022's love afloat Mm. Mm. It's a TV movie. Um, and have you bothered doing a synapsis Matron? No, I put below deck, but Hallmark style. Yeah, that ain't it. Um, Nothing like the the um actual synopsis for this film. When Lorelai inherits a shabby sailboat from a distant relative, she hires Rob to help clean, fix, and sail it from its present location at Caribbean Island to Miami. The two will have to work together as romantic sparks start to fly. Now, right. Oh, sorry. I've just received a, a DM from Good Pods saying, can you please stop bashing us? And I'm like, stop lying. Uh, <laughs> uh, love you. afloat. Let's just go straight into this. Um, love afloat. We open, as we always do. It's, it's, this had a weird um, production company, and I can't remember who it was. But it's not a Hallmark, and it's not um, the other one. Mm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, I've only got no. the director. No, um, but it's... I can't remember the one's called. But yes, we're introduced to our um, female protagonist of this film, Lorelai, who is a... Businesswoman. She works in a kind of vague office, um, and she is going to help her friend... Um, Ethnic best friend pitch Blue Panda Watches. Blue Panda Watches. Um, she'll make it the, the next big thing. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Um... She goes in to have a meeting with her boss, who's like, oh, if you do these things, you can become partner. <laughs> it's very vague. It's so vague. Like, if I was going to write a thing about CEOE level nonsense, I'd at least 
try and understand how it works but this is just like you need to get these pitches and you can be partner and i'm like is that does that make you a, like an untouchable boss of a company being a partner or is there someone above you like what i don't understand how the hierarchy works I it's, don't. Like S, it's like escrow all over again i still don't know, understand what no. that is but she goes oh okay but uh unfortunately i've just had a phone call and From my uncle thomas is dead uncle thomas is dead um and he's left me his boat um, and that boat means a lot to me because it was the boat him and his wife, Susan. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> no, Susan, big writing because her that notepad, like if that's supposed to be her diary, she must have had loads of them because her handwriting is massive. <laughs> oh, wait, was she called Lorelai as well? No, but they all called Lorelai. Well, it's easier to, I haven't got her name down. I remember Thomas, and I think they do say it, but again, this film, I've like. Like, hold my hands up. I've tried to watch this three times and I've never seen three bits the same all the way through because it nothing happens. It's so boring. Um, and so she has to fly out to go and pick this boat up in a weird coastal town called, like, Pachinko, Belongo. I don't know. I've just called it Tequila Island and I don't know why. <laughs> no, it's fine. Again, nobody knows. Uh, she gets a seaplane there, though, so it must not, it must be a small island. Um, and because the... he yells at the staff and goes like, "Where is she?" He's like, "Well, she she's gone off." Well, this is when we meet Rob as well. Like they really thought about that, didn't they? And he is a competent sea seaman, sea sea, sea <laughs> boy. Dog. <laughs> salt dog. He, he's got a, a shanty in his heart and salt in his veins, <laughs> apparently. And he's just come off driving a boat into Tequila Island, and the captain is like oh, Rob, you should work for me. And Rob's like, oh, I go where the wind takes me. Cause, and he's supposed to be like a free spirit, but he's just like a damp blanket. He, he's, yeah. he's kind of dull. Um, But he gets instructed to go and help Lorelai to find the boat. Um, And he kind of, like, she's wandering around. He picks her up and then takes her to the boat. They go to the boat and the boat is in disrepair. Like, I don't know how long Uncle Thomas has been dead for. I would assume months at that this point. boat was disgusting. Um, yeah. <laughs> she messes with a sail and gets a face full of rainwater. She That's, does. But also, yeah. in the in the walk down to that, there's some great continuity where her hair is behind her ears and then in front of her ears and then behind her ears and then in front of her ears as she's walking down. Like, she's constantly sweeping it back. Just a fun thing I noticed because I've seen that scene three times. <laughs> it's really windy on the pier. <laughs> <laughs> Has he met... Oh, Rob has come back off the boat and he meets Celeste, who runs the cafe, and her small child, pirate child. Yeah, because a crazy man turns up with a snapper and says, well, yeah! if you like it. And she's like, fish like this needs cooking immediately. Put it straight into my pan. Don't even debone it. Just nope. like He's also got a load of cooked prawns and he's like, they're straight from the sea. And I was like, mm, nope. that's not <laughs> Unless right. Unless that sea's boiling. <laughs> yeah, they, should, they shouldn't be pink like that. They should be grey with all tentacles on them. Uh, yeah, I, I like... And then at this point, I literally blank out. I have no frame of reference. Uh, the boss finds... rings and she's not getting the blue panda deal or something. He's handed that off to someone else. But he says, if you want to make a partner, here are like a load of other things. And you need to rebrand them all because that's your job. Yeah. If you want this partner job. Um, Jablinski has already put in for it and we might give it him instead. And she's like, oh no, I'll do it. I'm just going to, it's going to take me a couple of days to get this boat over to Miami to sell. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
And then but, she goes like, go on. I was going to say, pirate child is waitressing in the cafe and she she upsells. She does well. <laughs> I mean, Ramsay would be proud of that child. <laughs> she's like, what would you recommend? She was like, the most expensive thing on the menu and some chips. Um, <laughs> but she's annoying as fuck, that kid. Like, yeah, she, well, um, they all are, to be honest. Yeah, there ain't no ain't nobody good in this film. Celeste's all right, the chef lady, um, with her spicy clams and deviled plantain, uh, which is a thing that he's been craving all around. I like his... plantain. Plantain's nice, but mm. uh, she can't get a boat mechanic because it's high season. So Celeste gets her a mechanic and a cabin kit, which involves a torch, a head torch. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. Don't worry about <laughs> that's it. All you need. But she's found a book. Uh, after going through the downstairs bit, I would assume that's called like the galley, the aft, the I don't know. I'm not a pirate. Galley's not... where the chef is. Okay. Um, the... There's aft side and port side, isn't there? Mm. No, starboard, port and starboard. Port starboard. There's an aft then... deck though. And then because uh, uh, it's the posh bit that, and here's the aft deck. That'd be the bit at the front, and then the back bit is the stern. I don't know. My knowledge is based on below deck. My knowledge is based on I think I'm just making up now. Um, <laughs> I think stern sounds like the back of a boat, doesn't it? It's the stern end. It's like where the engine lives. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Anyway, um, and she finds this book, and it's her auntie's who was Susan. married to Thomas, <laughs> Auntie Susan's uh, diary. Um, and she's like explaining how, oh, we finally bought the boat of our dreams and now we can live together. And as she reads this book out, like all the things sort of kind of parallel what's happening in her life at this time. So Rob shows up and he is the mechanic. Yeah. Because he's got now else going on. He could be out sailing boats, but <laughs> or whatever. He... Is that a job? He says the first job we need to do is put light bulbs in, but the, the fuse box is dead. Pirates! That's all <laughs> I was thinking all the way through. I was just hoping Drop Dead Fred was going to come in and like, uh, yeah. Again, I don't think he really knew what he was doing. I don't think any of these people knew what they were. Doing. I think they one of them had been near a like a pedalo, and we're like, let's make a film about boats. I don't know. Boats feel like a very rich people thing. Can one person sail a boat like that across the ocean? It seems like there's lots of sails and things to take care of. It depends of. how close the island is. Really? Tequila Island. Well, I mean, right at the very end, they go like, I'm on the open ocean. I can't steer. And then it cuts and they're literally sailing up the coast. Like, there's land in sight. And I was like, hmm, is that open waters? We'll I don't know. know. We'll never know. I, I, I'm not an aquatic boy. Uh, then they go shopping and buy a load of fruit. And she buys a replica of the Laurelie, Laureline, whatever that boat's called. The Laurelie. Laurelie. And then they stumble across the mural. Ah, this... This this, mu this mu Muriel, um, yeah, it's in it's in Celeste's cafe. It's like on the outside. It's yeah, weird. but it's like I could have painted that. It's nothing special. It feels like a drunk chimp could have painted it. To be <laughs> exactly. Fair. Um, okay, well, I was giving you some credit. There. <laughs> uh, and like for some reason, Celeste, like, oh, you can repaint the mural. She said she wants her to paint it because she's got. Some of the shit artwork she did as a child and she thinks it's brilliant. I mean, that's not good, is it? I've got some of your son's artwork on my fridge and like... <laughs> I mean, I've got the demented sheep from Henrietta. I have that as well. That's not on the <laughs> fridge. Um, I've got the one of, of me, Ellis and Braun Strowman watching wrestling and I was like... <laughs> I mean, but yeah, if, if for twenty years time because right, I was like, I'm going to paint your house, I'd be like, mm. I need more. I need more evidence <laughs> than this. Um, but I got. I guess she's like a graphic. I think her job is graphic design. But that's very different to painting. Not if you're Pam from the office. 
Because <laughs> she does she does it all, but then she went to Pratt. So I don't know. Again, none of this film makes sense on any of it at any level. They she agrees to to do this, and like they they she's does she like she she fucks off like the the boss, doesn't she? She does her rebranding strategies, and then she goes out with a pad and a green pen and does a few squiggles, and then decides that she's going to paint the mural based yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, These squiggles are perfection. Very similar to um, the the beach thingy one that we done, where the the um, ah shit, what was that? This is why we need James, mate, because I can't keep track of these things. The one where in the murder quarry. Don't get married. That one. No, no, the murder quarry and looking up a skirt, going up a pier, whatever that oh, one was. Oh, oh. Because uh, his, 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 his topographical maps were very squiggles on top of other maps. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, so she agrees through this. She kind of does her other things, and but it's going to take some time to get the boat ship shape to sail to Miami uh, to sell. But then she starts going, oh, well, I don't know if I want to sell it because reading this document that she finds that has like eight letters per page it's in like 450 <laughs> font it's huge um she's like but this but like she's also this was part of my childhood growing up and shit and yet she doesn't know her way around the town or anything no it yeah nothing really makes sense no so anyway yeah they have this thing they get they, we get like a fixing up the boat yeah they get, a, they get a generator we find out Rob used to work on corporate finance on Wall Street. Because he left course, it all behind. Because of course he fucking did. Um, because he can't just be a boat guy. He has to have like money behind him to do it. And then Pirate Child turns up and um, says, and they're all going for a picnic and they make Ernesto come with them. Oh, Ernesto was the guy that brought the snapper and the, the prawns. The big fish, before. yeah. <laughs> he just, that's, that's, that's his fishing for the day. He caught one snapper <laughs> and a bucket put, of prawns. And then I put, are they eating fried eggs on the beach? Oh, I didn't even look at that, to be fair. I was too busy going, oh, how long's left of this film? Uh, and Rob and Lorelai are like doing the falling in love thing. Well, they do a weird treasure hunt thing. It's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make sense? What are they doing? That beach is tiny. Don't how worry much, about it. How much stuff can be buried in? <laughs> oh, the tiny child is obsessed with pirates as well. Which makes me think this must be somewhere in the Caribbean. I don't think you can sail from the Caribbean to Miami in a day, as we find out later on. But uh, and and then um, I I got nothing at this point, Barney. Like my um, next my next bits are the the mural is finished. <laughs> she offers Rob the boat, says, and then he says he can't afford it, and then Rob goes missing. Well, hang on. I, I, when did they do I, the mural? <laughs> Um, I just they're both sitting there covered in paint and and um, oh, they throw it at each other, which is just really not great. I, I assume there was a paint fight because eh, hallmark. Oh hallmark. no, they go out sailing and the boat breaks down, <sighs> and, and they go a, and they get back via the sails. It's just a wet mattress downstairs, and it's Stop implied. It. Stop it! <laughs> and then uh, her and pirate girl paint the mural, and then they have a paint fight. Yeah, I, again, I have no memory of this bit. This must be the bit I haven't seen because I slept through it. Uh, Celeste then gets a letter from Ernesto. Oh, he, uh, Ernesto fancies her rotten, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's why he keeps bringing a big fish. And then they have another it's, party. It's the, it's the Caribbean dating system. Um, the bigger the snapper, the... No. Bigger the pan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, more, the more immediately it has to be cooked. <laughs> yeah, they have a... They, they finish the mural... And then they're like, we'll have a party. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? 
um, to celebrate, um, they go back to the boat, and is this like she leaves her phone behind at this point, or is this is this later on? Like, because again, I my knowledge, know. um, they go to the party. Has Rob <laughs> again? Like nothing happened. Has Rob? All I've got, all I've got about the party is that she's avoided dancing because she doesn't know how to dance. So then he starts teaching her. That's that's oh, all right, I've yeah. got about the so, party. So before this, I think Rob says he's going to leave the island, and he gives Celeste the recipe for his mum's conch fritters. Um, <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's the seafood. It's the bit inside the shell, apparently. Of a yeah. Con- um. They, yeah, they finished the mural. They're covered in paint. Oh, maybe you should go and get painted, be- uh, get dressed before we have the party. Uh, he goes to pick her up from the boat, and she leaves her phone behind, and it starts ringing, and it's Blue Panda Watch Lady. Oh, right, Mir- yeah. Miriam. But that doesn't really pay off at this point. Is it I not to it... tell that Jehobo got the job, or whatever it was called? That's what I was thinking. That makes more sense now, yeah. So they go and have this party. And there's a, a, a rogue line of children running up and down. And I'd be just fucking furious. <laughs> you just be taking but, them out, tripping them over. Was, if I was on Tequila Island and there was children <laughs> in party hats running around while I'm trying to have a pie. Also, the dampest pie, because if you looked, it was leathering it down outside and all the like shutters were down in the bar to stop water coming in. She starts dancing with Rob. Um, there's also a guy behind the counter who does good dancing as well. And then... Um, she says to him, um, I, I don't want to sell the boat to just anyone because it has lots of memories. I want to sell it to you. Uh, I can do it on like layaway or you can just do me for it. And and he says, oh, I can afford a boat. I've been able to afford a boat for fucking years. I just don't want one. Um, and she goes, I, I don't know then. Like, <laughs> it, it, It's so weird. Nothing really makes Well, no, because it takes them less than a week to fix this boat up and it's ready to go to Miami. And they smash a bottle on the boat, and off they go. Ernesto comes oh, down. Celeste brings her a picnic. Celeste brings a picnic. Ernesto brings a fucking another wicker basket full of fruit. He must be the wicker basket fruit man of the island. Uh, with uh, a branch, so you'll return to land, and a, a, a bottle of champagne. Uh, you're supposed to do a, a speech to the sea, because sailors are a superstitious bunch. Yes. Um, and I was kind of hoping she, like, she smashed it with a bare hand and it all just cut her arm and like something interesting. Oh, sharks bit them. No, doesn't happen. <laughs> Nothing. Um, they set they... off sailing. Oh, they set yeah. off sailing. Set off sailing. That's it. Oh, and then Mr. Harvey comes and looks at the boat. Yeah. Um. On I think on the sailing, she answers her phone and it's the lady saying, Jablinski's already got the job, so like, don't bother coming back for it or something. And she goes, I guess I'll just be a person of the sea then. Ah, this is because the boss told Fibs to try and get her back quicker. So Jehobo hasn't got the job. It's just to get her back. But she decides to not yeah, she decides to not sell the boat. Uh and yeah. So Mr. Harvey's two two lines were useless. Um there's also another good bit in this as well, I will say, that where Rob is going on about uh Lorelei as a siren. And she would <laughs> she would lure sailors uh, away. Miles off course, and how did that end? And he doesn't answer. I was like, mm, with death normally, with death, was, yeah. <laughs> sirens would would lure sailors like in mythology onto the rocks um, and eat them? Question mark. I don't know, but they kind of just skipped around that, and I was like, and then yeah, like it it, it ends with them sailing a boat up to Miami to not sell it. He wants a boat, but all the ones he's looked at are missing one key thing. You. Ugh. That's how it ends. 
So he's got uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, again, I apologize for the, the, the shortness of these reviews. <laughs> but there is literally now there's nothing, the there's nothing to talk about. It's them mopping a boat for most of it, and I'm pretty mm. sure a boat needs more work to it than mopping it. You gotta swap the decks, you gotta trim the sails. Don't, don't start trying to name boat parts again. You gotta you gotta poop on the decks. Um <laughs> yeah, it like we need you people. I know the people out there that listen because I see the statistics to just recommend like films to us that I like have a, a bit we could do a bit about. Because this had no, there's nothing in it, nothing in there we can like riff off. But there's no, it's just bad. It's just a it's a film that exists and someone's filmed it, and that's fine, but they shouldn't. It should have just been left in someone's brain forever. They're, yeah. they're epic tales of the um, the high seas. <laughs> uh, that's it. I mean, have you got a score for this? I don't even feel it's worthy of a score. No, I feel like I'd like to forget we ever watched it. I've watched it three times because it's been like a month in the viewing. Um, and like, but there is nothing. There is nothing there. No, it, it, it's not null, even, null and void. It's a. It's the first ever X. It's the first ever did not happen. Sorry, um, I know some people live for these results. Nobody <laughs> does. Um, but it is—it's just—it's just a nothing film, and um, for that, I am genuinely sorry. Uh, it was filmed in February in Miami, Florida. But they sailed to Miami! <laughs> no! Uh, it was directed by Damien Ramey, who directed Love Map. Oh, fucking wow. Okay, that makes sense. He's also got a theme of other films he has produced. <gasps> well, directed, apologies. Uh, a model kidnapping. Wait, model, is... model, model as in supermodel. Like. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, He's not going around like a... Trapped okay. model. <laughs> trapped. Trapped. So he's kidnapped her, then he's ah, trapped her. Okay. And then brutal bridesmaids. Oh, ooh, it takes a turn there, then, doesn't that it? Sounds good. <laughs> um, Alana Smith, who was Lorelei, uh, she's just finished her theatre run of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus have released Chank and Dunk, and she's in that. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. I'm imagining something basketball y. Mm, possibly. And she has a recurring role in Power Book 2, Ghosts. <laughs> you ever heard of that? <laughs> I've not even seen Power Book 1, mate. I wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> Why are there ghosts in this one? <laughs> her, this, this film is her first lead role. It kind of feels like that. And she does, like, she does good in it. Like, she's the it, best. She's not person. got a lot to work with, though, has she? <laughs> She does sip a load of water on her top, which I don't know. I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> Is that why you watched it three times? I, I only saw that bit once. It's, yeah, go on, any more? Yeah, her first word was an impression of her Jewish grandma, Stella, yelling, Jack! <laughs> I was waiting for you to do the impression. Okay, I'll be getting to this. <laughs> hey, Jacks! <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to do a Jewish impression, mate. That sounds like... Stop trying well, to I look... thought you'd do her with 10 Fag Rita or whatever we had the other 
couple of films ago. What was she Mate, called? It's so long, I'm out of, of sequence. Uh, uh, and she really wants to star in a film set in a Jewish holiday. She says Hanukkah's already been done, but she wouldn't mind Passover or Rosh Hashanah. I'm, I'm for that, yeah. I I, I mean, I, I don't know whether you, you... You must have done it as well, by remember at school. You had to learn about uh, a lot of, about the Jewish faith because yeah. we lived right near the Jewish district. Yeah, so, yeah, I want to know more about Passover. Just more about Seders. Like, anything. Like, can't hurt, can it? Because they did release... Release, release a Hallmark Hanukkah film, didn't they? They've done a few of them now. Um, I think that's why a lot of people, a lot of certain people, have left the Hallmark brand because they were mm. diversifying too much. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, <laughs> to a branch of religion that Christianity has come off. <laughs> I mean, yes, for me and you, yes, for mm. other people. American people, no. Jesus was American. He had oh, a gun, yeah. rode an eagle, <laughs> eating McDonald's on fed, Route 66. <laughs> fed all those people chips and filial fish. <laughs> uh, Rob was played by Travis Bruno Thomas. Too many names. He is known for Mission Overlord and Killer Design. He isn't known for either Again. of those. <laughs> Never heard of anything. But he is lovely and he spends his free time volunteering for animal shelters, finding okay. homes for rescue dogs and continuing his lifelong passion for everything outdoors. First two, I'll allow him. Last one, because he can't live in it. He can't. He has to roam neighbourhood to neighbourhood. <laughs> and my last one, Ernesto is played by Demi Castro. And he plays Carlos in Christmas in Pine Valley. I don't know if you've ever watched that. Nope. Um, and he appears in bit parts in Law and Order. Oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh. Dharma. A few little bits like that. Oh, okay. He feels like he just did this because he lives nearby, sort but, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just fill in. Um, but yeah, there was no kind of real jeopardy or out, was there? Was, no. was there even? Was there even a let me explain? No. No, he just goes off for a bit, doesn't he? A bit of a sulk because mm, he wants like to a... do a. <laughs> uh, I'll show you semen, he says. <laughs> On a dead man's shirt. Stop it! You, you're still laughing at you. I'm just trying to think. Anyway. This was bad for reviews, man. This was, this was weak times. Four out of ten. Cheesy Smiles and Harmless by Duncan Moody, 17. Cheesy with a capital C. But very easy watching if your partner has a headache. Okay. The two leads have chemistry, but overall spile, no, chins, chins, grins like Cheshire <laughs> cats throughout the entire movie. The audio is poor, and the party scenes has guests dancing as if they're in a silent disco. The main characters are all over the top in facial expressions and mannerisms. The boat appears to get repaired by constant mopping of the deck. See? <laughs> I didn't uh, write this review. <laughs> you and Duncan Moody. Like, uh, uh, other than that, it's harmless fun and not without its charms, even if the plot is as transparent as the clear skies and utterly predictable. If you set your expectations low, you'll probably enjoy it enough to get lost for 90 minutes. Just don't expect anything more than a Hallmark special. It's not a Hallmark. It's it not isn't. a Hallmark. It, it's... I've, I've kind of got to that thing that like, we might have to start doing actual Hallmark films because at least they have like beats and stuff in them. This just has nothing. Um, but I got a 10 out of 10 by PJ Ego Highness. <laughs> I've watched this several times. Normally when I can't sleep. And honestly, they should medically prescribe this film. It's cheaper <laughs> than anesthesia and less painful. Great. Mm, so... 
that's it. That's it. Uh, in conclusion, that was 2022's Love of Flow. I'm sorry it's taken us this long to come out with it, but also I'm sorry you've had to listen to it. It ain't good. I mean, if you listen to us, then you don't have to watch it, and we wouldn't inflict this film on anybody. No, like you know, like in like Guantanamo, where they like they play share at you, like really loud and stuff. I'd be into that because I'd be like, I fucking love share. <laughs> they were like, you gotta watch. Love- I sent you five years of watching Love Afloat. Oh, no, go come on, that's not fair. Um, yeah, there ain't now, ain't now behind it. Don't watch it. It bad. It's the first ever like non-film we've ever done. Like no rating whatsoever. No. I remember say- that for when it comes up on the quiz, the new, new uh, quiz. <laughs> I would, I won't remember this film as soon as this happens. <laughs> I'm burning it out of my brain by putting a soldering iron up my nose. Uh, I would say your favourite line from the film, but it's- I ain't got one. I ain't, I ain't got um, a fish that size needs to go straight into my pan. That's it. <laughs> Not even what she says. <laughs> say goodbye. Goodbye. It's full of cacti.